Book Nine, Chapters One to Five of the Confessions by Saint Augustine, translated by E. B. Pusey. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Read by Marianne. Book Nine, Augustine determines to devote his life to God, and to abandon his profession of rhetoric quietly. However, retires to the country to prepare himself to receive the grace of baptism, and is baptized with Olybius and his son Adiodatus at ostia on his way to africa his mother monica dies in her fifty-sixth year the thirty-third of augustine her life and character chapter one o lord i am thy servant i am thy servant and the son of thy handmaid thou hast broken my bonds in sunder i will offer to thee the sacrifice of praise let my heart and my tongue praise thee yea let all my bones say o lord who is like unto thee let them say and answer thou me and say unto my soul i am thy salvation who am i and what am i what evil have not been either my deeds or if my deeds my words or if not my words my will but thou o lord art good and merciful and thy right hand had respect unto the depth of my death, and from the bottom of my heart emptied that abyss of corruption. And this thy whole gift was, to nil what I willed, and to will what thou willest. But where through all these years, and out of what low and deep recesses, was my free will called forth in a moment, whereby to submit my neck unto thy easy yoke, and my shoulders unto thy light burden, o christ jesus my helper and my redeemer how sweet did it at once become to me to want the sweetness of those toys and what i feared to be parted from was now a joy to part with for thou didst cast them forth from me thou true and highest sweetness thou castest them forth and for them enterest in thyself sweeter than all pleasure though not to flesh and blood brighter than all light but more hidden than all depths, higher than all honour, but not to the high in their own conceits. Nor was my soul free from the biting cares of canvassing and getting, and weltering in filth, and scratching off the itch of lust. And my infant tongue spake freely to thee, my brightness, and my riches, and my health, the Lord my God. Chapter 2 And I resolved in thy sight, not tumultuously to tear, but gently to withdraw the service of my tongue from the marts of lip-labor, that the young, no students in thy law, nor in thy peace, but in lying dotages and law skirmishes, should no longer buy at my mouth arms for their madness. And very seasonably it now wanted but very few days unto the vacation of the vintage, and I resolved to endure them, then in a regular way to take my leave, and having been purchased by thee, no more to return for sale our purpose then was to know thee but to men other than our own friends it was not known for we had agreed among ourselves not to let it out abroad to any although to us now ascending from the valley of tears and singing that song of degrees thou hadst given sharp arrows and destroying coals against the subtle tongue which as though advising us would thwart and would out of love devour us as it doth its meat. Thou hast pierced our hearts with thy charity, and we carried thy words, as it were fixed in our entrails, 
and the examples of thy servants whom for black thou hast made bright and for dead alive being piled together in the receptacle of our thoughts kindled and burned up that our heavy tuper that we should not sink down to the abyss and they fired us so vehemently that all the blasts of subtle tongues from gainsayers might only inflame us the more fiercely not extinguish us nevertheless because for thy name's sake which thou hast hallowed throughout the earth this our vow and purpose might also find some to commend it it seemed like ostentation not to wait for the vacation now so near but to quit beforehand a public profession which was before the eyes of all so that all looking on this act of mine and observing how near was the time of vintage which i wished to anticipate would talk much of me as if i had desired to appear some great one and what end had it served me that people should repute and dispute upon my purpose and that our good should be evil spoken of moreover it had at first troubled me that in this very summer my lungs began to give way amid too great literary labour and to breathe deeply with difficulty and by the pain in my chest to show that they were injured and to refuse any full or lengthened speaking this had troubled me for it almost constrained me of necessity to lay down that burden of teaching or if i could be cured and recover at least to intermit it but when the full wish for leisure that i might see how that thou art the lord arose and was fixed in me my god thou knowest i began even to rejoice that i had this secondary and that no feigned excuse which might something moderate the offence taken by those who for their sons sake wished me never to have the freedom of thy sons for then of such joy i endured till the interval of time were run it may have been some twenty days yet they were endured manfully endured for the covetousness which aforetime bore a part of this heavy business had left me and i remained alone and had been overwhelmed had not patience taken its place perchance some of thy servants my brethren may say that i sinned in this that with a heart fully set on thy service i suffered myself to sit even one hour in the chair of lies nor would i be contentious but hast not thou o most merciful lord pardoned and remitted this sin also with my other most horrible and deadly sins in the holy water chapter three vericundus was worn down with care about this our blessedness for that being held back by bonds whereby he was most straitly bound he saw that he should be severed from us for he was not yet a christian his wife one of the faithful and yet hereby more rigidly than any other chain he was let and hindered from the journey which we had now essayed for he would not he said be a christian on any other terms than on those he could not however he offered us courteously to remain at his country-house so long as we should stay there thou o lord shalt reward him in the resurrection of the just seeing thou hast already given him the lot of the righteous for although in our absence he being now at rome he was seized with bodily sickness and therein being made a christian and one of the faithful he departed this life yet hast thou not mercy not only on him but on us also lest remembering the exceeding kindness of our friend towards us yet unable to number him among thy flock we should be agonized with intolerable sorrow thanks unto thee our god we are thine thy suggestions and consolations tell us faithful in promises thou now requitest vercundus for his country-house of cassiacum 
where from the fever of the world we reposed in thee with the eternal freshness of thy paradise for that thou hast forgiven him his sins upon earth in that rich mountain that mountain which yieldeth milk thine own mountain he then had at that time sorrow but nebridius joy for although he also not being yet a christian had fallen into the pit of that most pernicious error believing the flesh of thy son to be a phantom yet emerging thence he believed as we did not as yet endued with any sacraments of thy church but a most ardent searcher out of truth whom not long after our conversion and regeneration by thy baptism being also a faithful member of the church catholic and serving thee in perfect chastity and continence amongst his people in africa his whole house having through him first been made christian didst thou release from the flesh and now he lives in abraham's bosom whatever that be which is signified by that bosom there lives my nebridius my sweet friend and thy child o lord adopted of a freed man there he liveth for what other place is there for such a soul there he liveth whereof he asked much of me a poor inexperienced man now lays he not his ear to my mouth but his spiritual mouth unto thy fountain and drinketh as much as he can receive wisdom in proportion to his thirst endless happy nor do i think that he is so inebriated therewith as to forget me seeing thou lord whom he drinketh art mindful of us so were we then comforting Vericundus, who sorrowed as far as friendship permitted that our conversation was of such sort and exhorting him to become faithful according to his measure namely of a married estate and awaiting nebridius to follow us which being so near he was all but doing and so lo those days rolled by at length for the love i bear to the easeful liberty that i might sing to thee from my inmost morrow my heart has said unto thee i have sought thy face thy face lord will i seek chapter four now was the day come wherein i was indeed to be freed of my rhetoric professorship whereof in thought i was already freed and it was done thou didst rescue my tongue whence thou hadst before rescued my heart and i blessed thee rejoicing retiring with all mine to the villa what i there did in writing which was now enlisted in thy service though still in this breathing time as it were panting from the school of pride my books may witness as well what i debated with others as what with myself alone before thee what with nebridius who was absent my epistles bear witness and when shall i have time to rehearse all thy great benefits towards us at that time especially when hasting on to yet greater mercies for my remembrance recalls me and pleasant is it to me o lord to confess to thee by what inward goads thou tamest me and how thou hast evened me lowering the mountains and hills of my high imaginations straightening my crookedness and smoothing my rough ways and how thou also subduest the brother of my heart alypius unto the name of thy only begotten our lord and saviour jesus christ which he would not at first vouchsafe to have inserted into our writings for rather would he have them savour of the lofty cedars of the schools which the lord hath now broken down than of the wholesome herbs of the church the antidote against serpents o oh, in what accents spake i unto thee my god when i read the psalms of david whose faithful songs and sounds of devotion which allow of no swelling spirit 
as yet a catechumen and a novice in thy real love resting in that villa with Olypius, a catechumen my mother cleaving to us in female garb with masculine faith with the tranquillity of age motherly love christian piety o what a sense did i utter unto thee in those psalms and how was i by them kindled towards thee and on fire to rehearse them if possible through the whole world against the pride of mankind and yet they are sung through the whole world nor can any hide thyself from thy heat with what vehement and bitter sorrow i was angered at the manichees and again i pitied them for that they knew not those sacraments those medicines and were mad against the antidote which might have recovered them of their madness how i would they had been somewhere near me and without my knowing that they were there could have beheld my countenance and heard my words when i read the fourth psalm in that time of my rest and how that psalm wrought upon me when i called the god of my righteousness heard me in tribulation thou enlargest me have mercy upon me lord and hear my prayer would that what i uttered on these words they could hear without my knowing whether they heard lest they should think i spake it for their sakes because in truth neither should i speak the same things nor in the same way if i perceived that they heard and saw me nor if i spake them would they so receive them as when i spake by and for myself before thee out of the natural feelings of my soul i trembled for fear and again kindled with hope and with rejoicing in thy mercy o father and all issued forth both by mine eyes and voice when thy good spirit turning unto us said o ye sons of men how long slow of heart why do you love vanity and seek after leasing for i had loved vanity and sought after leasing and thou o lord hast already manifested thy holy one raising him from the dead and setting him at thy right hand whence from on high he should send his promise the comforter the spirit of truth and he had already sent him but i knew it not he had sent him because he was now magnified rising again from the dead and ascending into heaven for till then the spirit was not given because jesus was not yet glorified and the prophet cries out how long slow of heart why do ye love vanity and seek after leasing know this that the lord hath magnified his holy one he cries out how long he cries out know this and i so long not knowing loved vanity and sought after leasing and therefore i heard and trembled because it was spoken unto such as i remembered myself to have been for in those phantoms which i had held for truths there were vanity and leasing and i spake aloud many things earnestly and forcefully in the bitterness of my remembrance which would they heard who yet love vanity and seek after leasing they would perchance have been troubled and have vomited it up and thou wouldst hear them when they cried unto thee for by a true death in the flesh did he die for us who now intercedeth unto thee for us i further read be angry and sin not and how was i moved o my god who had learned to be angry at myself for things past that i might not sin in time to come yea to be justly angry for that it was not another nature of a people of darkness which sinned for me as they say who are not angry at themselves and treasure up wrath against the day of wrath and the revelation of thy judgment nor were my good things now without nor sought with the eyes of flesh in that earthly sun 
for they that would have joy from without soon became vain and wasted themselves on the things seen and temporal and in their famished thoughts do lick their very shadows oh that they were wearied with their famine and said who will show us good things and we would say and they hear the light of thy countenance is sealed upon us for we are not that light which enlighteneth every man but are enlightened by thee having been sometimes darkness we may be light in thee oh that they could see the eternal internal which having tasted i was grieved that i could not show it them so long as they brought me their heart and their eyes roving abroad from thee while they said who will show us good things for there where i was angry with myself in my chamber where i was inwardly pricked where i had sacrificed slaying my old man and commencing the purpose of a new life putting my trust in thee there hadst thou begun to grow sweet unto me and hadst put gladness in my heart and i cried out as i read this outwardly finding it inwardly nor would i be multiplied with worldly goods wasting away time and wasted by time whereas i had in thy eternal simple essence other corn wine and oil and with a loud cry of my heart i cried out in the next verse o oh, in peace o oh, for the self-same o oh, what said he i will lay me down and sleep for who shall hinder us when cometh to pass that saying which is written death is swallowed up in victory and thou surpassingly art the self-same who art not changed and in thee is rest which forgetteth all toil for there is none other with thee nor are we to seek those many other things which are not what thou art but thou lord alone hast made me dwell in hope i read and kindled nor found i what to do to those deaf and dead of whom myself had been a pestilent person a bitter and a blind baller against those writings which are honeyed with the honey of heaven and lightsome with thine own light and i was consumed with zeal at the enemies of this scripture when shall i recall all which passed in those holy days yet neither have i forgotten nor will i pass over the severity of thy scourge and the wonderful swiftness of thy mercy thou didst then torment me with pain in my teeth which when it had come to such height for that i could not speak it came into my heart to desire all my friends present to pray for me to thee the god of all manner of health and this i wrote on wax and gave it them to read presently so soon as with humble devotion we had bowed our knees that pain went away but what pain or how went it away i was affrighted o lord my god for from infancy i had never experienced the like and the power of thy nod was deeply conveyed to me and rejoicing in faith i praised thy name and that faith suffered me not to be at ease about my past sins which were not yet forgiven me by thy baptism chapter five the vintage vacation ended i gave notice to the milanese to provide their scholars with another master to sell words to them for that i had both made choice to serve thee and through my difficulty of breathing and pain in my chest was not equal to the professorship and by letters i signified to thy prelate the holy man ambrose my former heirs and present desires begging his advice what of thy scriptures i had best read to become readier and fitter for receiving so great grace he recommended isaiah the prophet 
i believe because he above the rest is a more clear foreshower of the gospel and of the calling of the gentiles but i not understanding the first lesson in him and imagining the whole to be like it laid it by to be resumed when better practised in our lord's own words and a book nine chapter five